0: Carefully read Alice okay. Sr.'s 2005 poem, Plants, then, in a well-organized essay, analyze how the poet portrays the complex relationships among the speaker, the implied audience, and plant life you may wish to consider the author's use of such literary techniques as syntax, diction, and figurative
1: language.
2: So
0: of course when we read this we're always going to be looking for any sort of techniques or figurative language, but something else we definitely want to look at is any relationships we can find. So any relationships in nature or when it says that there's a speaker in here, you might want to look at any relationships the speaker might have or a relationship between the speaker and nature.
2: Yeah, right away, looking at this, I think there might be some sort of interesting power dynamic between plants, um, nature, and then the speaker. And I also, when I read this, I might, I kind of think of Henry David Thoreau and maybe some sort of something like that. Okay, now onto the poem, plants. Plants are deceptive. You see them there looking as if once rooted, they know their places not like animals, like us always running around, leaving traces. Mm -hmm. Yet from the way they breed, excuse me, and twine, from their exhibitionist and rather prolific nature, we must infer a sinister, not to say imperialistic, grand design. Perhaps you've regarded as beneath your notice, armies of mangrove on the march, roots in the air, clinging tendrils, angering themselves everywhere, The world is full of shots bent on conquest, shoots bent on conquest. Invasive seedlings seeking wide open spaces, material gathered for explosive dispersal in capsules and seed cases. Maybe you haven't quite taken in the colonizing ambitions of hitchhiking birds on your sweater, surf riding nuts bobbing on ocean, parachuting seeds, and other airborne traffic dropping in. And what about those special agents called flowers, dressed, perfumed, and made up for romancing insects, bats, birds, bees, even you? Don't deny it, my dear, I've seen you sniff and exclaim, believe me, innocent, that sweet fruit, that berry, is nothing more than ovary, the instrument to seduce you into scattering plant progeny. Part of a vast comic program that once set in motion cannot be undone, though we become plant food and earth wind down. They'll last us, They they were always there, one step ahead of us, plants gone to seed, generating the original prolificate Extravagant, reckless, improvident, weak.
1: So my first thoughts in this poem are that we normally see plants as, like, weak and they can't really do anything since they're rooted in place. But this poem uh, makes them out to see, like, uh, they're, they're in war and they can, uh, like, destroy people and places and just take over places. And it specifically talks about how they uh, breed and... Um, spread around their seeds all over the place and how they cling to whatever life there is and are able to just take over environments very easily. Yeah, so I think a lot of this, we see that most
0: of this poem is comparison between plants and humans, and we see very early on that the comparison starts to lean towards plants being the superior form of humans. And I think it's a very interesting relationship because later on we even see how he's comparing um, plants as just something to seduce humans into helping them to reproduce. And I think that's a really interesting um, uh, development of this relationship and the plant being superior.
2: Yeah, and then even in the beginning, right away, there's that telegraphic sentence where he says, plants are deceptive. And so immediately, it's a bit confusing because because you don't really know how plants are deceptive, and then towards the end, you kind of see how He discusses the superiority of the plants and how plants, like Jeff said, how plants can seduce humans and have a whole range of natural techniques that they can use and that um, might trick humans.
1: Yeah, as humans, we naturally believe we're the smartest animal on earth and we basically rule everything. Because we really harvest plants for all our food, and we just think we're superior in every way. However, nature has just a way of destroying us, and even as we die, we turn into food for plants. So in the end, who's really the superior organism? Uh, Humans who die and just turn into plant food, or plants who die and turn into our food?
0: And I think another interesting to see is the last word of this poem is when it calls plants a weed. And I think that's almost a reference to the conquest comparison between plants and humans. Because we see throughout history um, a big uh, defining thing about the human race is that they keep going further and exploring conquesting. I think that's a big comparison to weeds, how they are able to outlast other plants and continue to grow where they aren't wanted and just take the nutrients away that the other plants need.
2: Yeah, and looking more at literary devices now, towards the middle of the poem, um we see some personification where the author says maybe you haven't quite taken in the colonizing ambitions of hitchhiking burrs, surf riding nuts, and parachuting seeds. And so he uses um human-like actions and tries to describe the plants like that and then makes it seem like they're much more complex and have and a have a way more complex agenda
1: yeah i agree with that and i think he's drawing a very strong parallel between plants yeah, and uh, maybe we start like uh, war in cycle. general that humans like wage they say like exploding capsules showing how they just take over land. And also, uh, he, he shows how the plants, once they take over an area, they really destroy it. And like in old abandoned cities, we see how vines are able to uh, take over buildings and kind of destroy them. And when there's no human life, plants just start to take over. Yeah, so
0: I think now maybe we, it's time to start getting into a working thesis that we can use for analyzing this poem So we could say something like, in Olive Sr.'s 2005 poem, Plants, uh, the author uses figurative language such as personification um, to help analyze the relationship between uh, plants and humans and to help show the superiority of plants.
2: Yeah, and then eventually I think we can bring that and loop that into a larger theme of the relationship between humans and nature, and then possibly there's um, a lot of um, description we can do there and connecting to a larger theme. All right, is
0: there anything else that I to
2: kind of And then at the end, I think it would be good to oh, end with also, like, a, question, a question, perhaps. Um, maybe questioning, down. like Jeff said, questioning why he ends the poem the way he does, but then also why he describes um, the plants as these. Kind of like human-like organisms all right
0: and now we're getting towards the end of the planning so it's time to start writing the essay